politics without the soap opera with unfiltered constitutional conservative truth. The Conservative Review with Daniel Horowitz. And welcome back, fellow American patriots and Miniman standing at the ready to fight anew for our liberties at once again. This is your host, Daniel Horowitz, here at CR Podcast, Blaze Media, a brand new week of broadcast, a brand new week of informative commentary and activism. And boy, is there a lot of activism this week. They are touching our babies, our children. They are trying to poison a generation of children with myocarditis, blood clotting, infertility, you name it, while blocking treatment for those who need them. And those who aren't harmed by the virus, they harm them from the shots. Again, they are trying to kill us physically, not just politically, like it has been for most of my career, most of our lifetimes. I'm so glad to be back with you for this new week. A lot on the agenda today. You know, I was thinking um, it really is a metaphor for America was happening now where last week in Montana this Afghani refugee who was dumped dumped into Montana by the way they're dumping 4000 4000 a week into 46 states across the United States of course Hawaii doesn't get any um but this is unbelievable charged with rape And you know what's interesting? Matt Rosendale, the congressman from Montana, he put out in a press release, he said at the hearing, he heard the attorney for the Afghan refugee who was arrested for rape, he claimed that the cultural and language barriers may have played a role in the rape. And it's like, dude, that's exactly the point. You bring in 100,000 of these people from the backwoods of Afghanistan, carte blanche, What do you think they're about? They all believe in Sharia law. They all believe in treating women like trash. What do you think you're going to get? So we haven't even had time to give this much attention. But this is yet another thing that this sick government is doing. You know, on today's date, October 25th, actually, today's uh, Monday, October 25th, that was the date that the Continental Congress in 1774 petitioned the king for redress of their grievances, the intolerable acts, the closing of the Boston port. They're like, we're not going to do this anymore. This really is what led to the declaration. Uh, John Dickinson, he was the congressman who drafted the letter. He ironically was a more moderate guy who wanted to avoid war, although he did wind up drafting the Articles of Confederation. Where is our redress? Where is this petition? Where are the state legislatures even doing anything? So again, we're going to get into that later this week as well. What more you can do in states uh, like Wyoming, they're going to have a session this week. We're going to focus on that. Hopefully Tennessee will soon as well, as well as Iowa and Alabama. Um, West Virginia is still wrapping up their session. We're going to see what happens there. So I want you guys to go to conaction.network and join our teams. Now, today's show is sponsored, before we get to some of the other uh, content, by a very exciting new sponsor that will quite literally save your life and the lives of your loved ones, as I have promised. We're excited to announce Seven Cells Telehealth. Seven Cells at sevencells.com. It is a compounding pharmacy in the free state of Florida, Stewart, Florida, that they are offering our audience right here the ability to obtain a prescription and a filling of that prescription all on one integrated telehealth platform for both ivermectin 
and beginning in a few days, nitazoxanide. They're both FDA-approved drugs. They're off-label for the use of COVID-19, and you can do your own research on that, as many of you certainly have done. But here's the deal. The the, the price starts at $9.97 per capsule. But with promo code Daniel, you go to 7cells.com, promo code Daniel, you get 20% off. So it winds up being about $8 a pill. Now, I want to make it very clear here. These pills are not the three milligram ones that some of you have seen. They are they are made to your weight. They're pegged to your weight. So if you're, they make all the way up to 28 milligrams. So if you're 250 pounds, you know, they'll give you, I can't do the math offhand, 22, 24, 26 milligrams. That is the same $8 cost. If you do the math, and, and by the way, their consultation fee is only 25 bucks. So it's a pharmacy. This is freedom. Florida pharmacy compounding. So they make it, by the way, it's a capsule. Everything else you see so far is a tablet. Capsules dissolve into you even quicker for even faster action if you're already sick with this. Um, and they, uh, they offer different shipping options. I, t- I took the first class shipping option. Uh, you get it pretty much right away. I filled out the online form online last night, not last night, Thursday night, and I got it Saturday. Um, so I have my ivermectin from there. And again, the nitazoxanide, um, it will likely be 20% off 20 bucks. It's about $16 with promo code Daniel, $16 a pill. For the FLCC's protocol, which is what we're following, you would need a 10 of those pills, uh, two a day for five days, roughly 500 milligrams. They will produce 485 milligrams. That's just the size of their capsule. That is, um, you know, that's about 160 bucks, again, with a $25 consultation fee. So, folks, this is the way, if you want ivermectin in your home this week, 100% purity by people I personally know. I will personally take responsibility if everyone, anyone has an issue. Um, they offer a 100% risk-free guarantee on all their orders. Um, and, you know, so you could you could have your money back. Again, do your own homework on ivermectin and azoxanide. Visit 7cells.com. That's 7cells.com. Use promo code Daniel um, when, when it says to click on the coupon on top for 20% off your order. Now, separation of church and state. That was the sponsor of the message from Seven Cells. This is a message from me. As, and this is part of the content of our discussion today. This is my operation, Neutralizing Evil. So we're announcing Operation Neutralizing Evil to get life-saving medication that we believe to be life-saving with our research. And I know many of you agree with me by doing your own research as well. Um, that the FLCC protocol is the correct and the best manner of dealing with this. The first thing we need to do in the fight for liberty is to stay alive. So many people know people who have died from this. They've died, as, as we talked about on our Friday show, if you haven't heard, with Dr. Brian Artis. The degree of how many people have died from kidney failure because of remdesivir. Well, you got to stay out of the hospital. But in order to do that, you have to be prepared. Let me read to you an email I got from a listener. And 
and luckily this has a happy ending, but a lot of them didn't, and we've lost too many people, and I have promised I will not lose another person. I get these emails, I've been getting them for a few months, it's like watching people trapped in the World Trade Center above the impact level, and like, what could I do to get them out? And I promised myself I would find a way to get at the cheapest price, the quickest way, and the most guaranteed way of doing it into your homes as soon as you can for everyone. And they have guaranteed me they could fill our demand. But anyway, this is from Linda. She emails me, I'm on the ninth day of COVID. It was like a bad cold until days six and seven when I was having difficulty breathing. Had increasingly less energy and wasn't improving. I'm 65 years old, very fit, not a pound overweight, but I do have asthma. Um, thanks to you, I found, and I'm not going to name the doctor. Um, he did a Zoom meeting with me on the fifth day, had the ivermectin and other respiratory treatments by the seventh day, and I'm on the upswing on day eight. I cried during the Zoom call listening to this outstanding professional doctor calmly describe the reality of the inability or unwillingness of most doctors to prescribe any treatment for this disease because they are afraid of losing their jobs. Interestingly, I had raised nodules on the arm where I got the J&J shot. For months that were intensely itch, itchy, keeping me up at night in tears, the dermatologist thought at first it was um, mollus- molluscum, which is a skin virus that affects kids. After a biopsy that determined nothing, I was told on a follow-up visit that it must be a structural impingement that could possibly be worked out with massage and to try um, some sort of ointment there that, that uh, that's used for arthritis, and that actually made it worse. In fact, the nurse practitioner said this was the third nerve impingement she saw that week. Today, after taking the second dose of ivermectin, the nodules are gone. The nodules are gone. So think about that. She got the J&J, didn't work, gets COVID, gets, gets this terrible dermatological problem, then, um, then uh, gets COVID. And again, like everyone else, it starts out off easy until it isn't, and it turns bad. Now, luckily for her, she was able to get it quickly enough but, you know, by, for a lot of people, by day eight, day nine, it's too late. This is exactly, and by the way, the ivermectin, she claims, worked for the other problem as well because it very much is antiviral if they do believe that was a viral dermatological issue. So, folks, this is my idea. Now, look, if you have a way of getting it from India, if you have it already, if you know someone and you find it's cheaper, do what works for you. But when I have thousands of people asking me, what do I do? I can't call up the doctor and get a free consultation with one of the Patriot doctors for every last person. This is a way you go to 7 You fill out an online thing. It takes five minutes. Just some of the medications you're on, any certain conditions. Obviously, like if you're an organ transplant patient, they might not give you ivermectin. There's very few things that it interacts with. But, you know, th- this is legit. Other places, they're telehealth, and then they'll say, oh, I, I, I could get you a pharmacy. This is the opposite. It's a compounding pharmacy that compounds it to your weight. They could produce the volume, and they have doctors attached to it. So right away, boom, you fill it out, done. Um, if there's issues, they might call you. If you're from certain states, I think they have to check the box and call you. Otherwise, they fill it right away. Um, if you're not in a rush, you don't want to spend the 12, 13 bucks on first class shipping, you could go the, with the later shipping. That's up to you. But I'm saying if you want it as soon as possible, if you want it this week, this is the way to do it. Go right now. And promo code Daniel gives you 20% off. So if you think about it, if you think about it, if you're a big guy, you're talking about 22 milligrams, 
that's already a really good price. Um, you know, because let's say you want to get um, 10 days worth and have it on the shelf as soon as you get it for you. Okay, so that would be what? You know, $8, $8 a pill. Um, that would be 160 bucks. No, $8 a pill would be 80 bucks for 10 pills. You could get up to 60, by the way, on their website. There's a drop down, you could get it. That is 80 bucks plus a $25 consultation, and then $12, $13 or so, whatever it is, depending on where you live, first class shipping, and boom, it's right there. That's a lot of milligrams there if you're a big guy. I worked it out that not only does this beat every pharmacy I've heard of, it also beats even GoodRx at a Walgreens, where it was really cheap. Now, for 12, 10 milligrams, the real light ones, maybe GoodRx would still beat it. But again, good luck getting a place that takes GoodRx, Walgreens, it's not going to work. You don't have that option. So it actually beats even the traditional means of doing this. Um, the only thing it doesn't beat is you know having insurance cover it. But again, that ship has sailed. You have no other way of getting it. Um, India, look, if you want to do it, you could do it. You, you run the risk of customs getting rid of it. You run the risk it takes four or five weeks. Um, for most of them, um, you run the risk of scams. And, and you know, I, I can't vouch for the purity. This I can. So this is a synergistic thing. And again, it could be by the time you hear this, they might have a pop-up on the website for a waiting list for nitazoxanide. It does come with another $25 consultation fee because it's a separate form you're going to have to fill out because it is a different drug, separate prescription. Um, but the promo code Daniel will work for that. It is expensive, but I will tell you, for a five-day course, it's about it's going to be about um, 160 bucks plus $25 consultation fee. You couldn't get a doctor to prescribe it for you, and even if you did, you couldn't get a place to fill it. And even if you did, it's over a thousand bucks. So it's way more expensive than it should be. And if you are in Brazil or Mexico, go get it for cheaper. But this is a way of having a bomb because I am worried that this virus is going to get worse and worse with the mass vaccination and we're going to need more and more things. You get nitazoxanide and ivermectin in, on your shelf ready to go for the first sign of symptoms. You know, this is going to be truly, we're going to save so many lives. We're going to give you that peace of mind. Um, I just want to note the only reason why I'm even using it as a paid sponsor, and it's a very low rate, by the way, and I don't get an extra kickback for promo code Daniel. That's just a way to give to my audience. It's for you. I don't get like a kickback from that. Um, it's it's my company is a, is a you know advertising with the Blaze Network. It's just because I'm taking responsibility. So you can email me dharwitz at blazemedia.com if you don't get it this week, and I could call up for you. Um, but they have guaranteed me they could keep up with whatever load we throw at them. Send everyone to sevencells.com, not sevencellspharmacy.com. It is the same place, but 7cells.com is the form with ivermectin in Florida. Um, again, this is the way we're going to save lives. I cannot live with myself knowing that we have the ability to treat this and people can't get a hold of it. It's too late. They're already in pulmonary. They're nervous. How am I going to get it? This is the quickest way of getting it. Um, I'm probably forgetting some things too, but one other thing, if you look on their F&Q page, there are about six states that they can't ship to directly. It's a interstate commerce laws, Michigan, Alabama, Nebraska, Arkansas, South Carolina, um, and D.C. There might be one other state. Um, you, you could still go through the same process, just 
ship it to an adjacent state if you have a neighbor, a friend, a relative, a P.O. box. Um, make sure you get a hold of it. And again, um, now they peg it to point two, the minimal dose of the FLCC. They want to just, you know, they don't want anyone jump breathing down their necks. But if you want a bigger pill, well, no one knows how much you weigh. I will just say that. But more importantly, you could order up to 60 pills. So 60 pills, 0.2 pegged to your weight. Again, you only need a 10-day course. So 10 pills, you know, if you want to get 60, you could certainly easily do the 0.4 or even 0.6 protocol. Um, definitely not prof- prophylax. Definitely only do twice a week, 0.2. Um, that, that's the protocol. Uh, but, you know, if you want to save it for when it's on your shelf, this way you know that you're going to have it peace of mind along with the other things we're doing. Um, one other thing also we are working with, so it's ivermectin, nitazoxanide should be up soon. We might have azithromycin and, and one of the androgen blockers as well. So you get, you know, if you want to, again, broaden your horizons, and those will be much, much cheaper, obviously. So again, this is what this is the operation that I am personally trying to work on, Operation Neutralizing Evil. Now, our next segment of the show is sponsored by our friends at Birch Gold. Um, again, another another important one here, you know, um, my son was just asking me recently about investing in gold. They're, they're planning on spending another $3.5 trillion on top of everything they did. It's monopoly money. We've never seen inflation like this in our lifetime. If you want a good hedge against it um, to, to actually put your money into something that is, is, is worthwhile, uh, physical gold and silver with Birch Gold Group is the best way to go. There's a lot of gold companies out there, but this one's A-plus rated from the Better Business Bureau. Countless five-star reviews from thousands of customers. They can help you protect your hard-earned savings right now. Thanks to a little-known section of the IRS tax code, you can legally move your IRA or 401k into precious metals with no tax implications or penalties. I Every year I do that. I have um, a lot in IRAs because I owe money when my taxes are done. So I'm like, I'm not giving it to them and I'll dump more money into an IRA. And they're like, well, what if I want to take some of that and move it around? You can move that around to gold text Daniel to 989898 um, to get your comprehensive 20 page kit teaching you how to invest in gold and silver, all the different products, how you can, you know, move your IRA 401k um, out of volatile stocks and bonds. Um, and, and they are volatile. You know, the market's at an all-time high. Gold is high, but it's not an all-time high. And the way we're going, it's got to go up a lot more. Um, you know, treasuries are, are in the toilet. I've, I'm going backwards. I, I have less wealth than I did five years ago because of that. And, uh, you know, there's, you're, we're just getting crushed by inflation. So, again, text Daniel to the number 989898. Again, request a free kit by texting Daniel to 989898. Um, so, you know, speaking of this virus getting worse and worse and worse and worse. So I just want to go over a point we made um, on on Friday's show about the UK Public Health England data that now shows that the virus, I'm sorry, the vaccine, the injection, the poison, is sliding back natural immunity so meaning if you got the virus then you get the shot 
it turns out that the shot is taking away your nucleocapsid antibodies. And I wanted to explain a little bit more, just go over again, rehash the importance of this finding. Uh, thanks to Alex Berenson for, for discovering that point and why it's so important. Why it's so important. Basically, you know, from speaking to Dr. Ryan Cole about this, the way he explained it to me, and I'm not giving it over as well as he would, is that what, what the vaccine is teaching your body, to, it's teaching your body to do stupid stuff, to do stupid things. So basically, the spike is like the funny-looking birthday hat. So the antibodies are roaming around, and they see the funny-looking things with the birthday hat. And they go, spike, spike, birthday hat, birthday hat, you know, cool, coolness, coolness. And then they shoot at the birthday hat. Picture you have like a bunch of gang members walking down your street with a funny-looking hat. And then they have a gun in their, in their you know, like a shoulder holster or something in their, in their jacket. And it shoots at the at the hat. So the the S, the spike pr- protein, the spike um, antibodies, which is what the vaccine produces, they shoot at the hat because they're obsessed. They're so stimulated by the the very evident funny looking spike. It's the most funny looking thing in the body, but it's not the most problematic thing. The nucleocapsid is the gun. That's the more broad thing. That's the quicker more sterilizing thing that will prevent you from transmitting transmitting the virus. They find, so when you get the virus, your body produces N antibodies in addition to T cells. Now we know that, that this thing, we know from the Mount Sinai study that this reduces your T cells and it reduces even on the B cell part, the production of your N antibodies, which are more comprehensive, more sterilizing and more quicker reacting than your S antibodies so two things number one this is how we're seeing the the the, they're going to elongate this thing the more they vaccinate people that already had the virus the more they're going to slide back their immunity i'm not going to tell you yet that they're going to get it seriously certainly if you didn't have immunity the vaccine is crap and you'll get it seriously you can't count on that but if you had prior infection i'm not going to tell you you can get it seriously but it definitely is not sterilizing and you definitely are going to get it much more often than if you had the virus without getting the shot and again the more they mass vaccinate children now and they mass vaccinate with a third shot it raises the question of is it going to create more antibody dependent disease enhancement and make this so bad that eventually you're going to slide back even the protection from critical illness from prior infection i hope not then we're dead meat which is why i'm just saying like you know i want you guys to have as many bombs as you have in your arsenal ivermectin and now anidazoxanide together with it which uh that that is the full flcc protocol that you can't get elsewhere but this is the problem here and then the question is if you remember Dan Stock, Dr. Dan Stock from Indiana, he was bothered by the fact that it's going to train your body to go this to 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 fight the um, virus stupidly. In other words, <laughs> I hate to be corny here, but some of my colleagues, some of these uh, so-called conservative talk show hosts, they're kind of like the S antibodies. They're into the soap opera, the coolness. 
but they don't focus on the policies that matter when they matter in the way they matter like I do here. I'm like an ant and uh, nucleocapsid antibody so it teaches your body to fight this thing on a superficial way and this is the way you're going to get autoimmune diseases this is our concern that you're going to wind up getting those autoimmune diseases in the coming years so i just wanted to reiterate that point it is so important to realize how it's not just that it's killing people. It's not just that it's not working, but it's making the virus work. And then we were like, okay, well, at least by hook or by crook, there's only one round. Because the vaccine is so stupid, it doesn't it doesn't stop it. So people are going to get natural infection and then eventually we're going to reach herd immunity. But what if the vaccine slides back natural immunity, at least for those who get it? And then there's the question of them shedding it and, you know, you get the spike yourself. Who knows? Who knows what that's going to do? So you have a lot more I want to get to here. Um, our next segment is sponsored by International Living. For those of us that are wondering if there's ever going to be a place for us in America ever again, and you're thinking of what's plan B, well, what if I told you you could go to Panama, live like a king for, well, live regularly for 24000 a year, live like a king with a beachfront condo for just 120000 a year, no income tax. Your health care could be as little as 2600 a year. And frankly, you might get better health care there. It's the world's number one wealth protection haven. Beautiful, beautiful country. Um, if you check out buypanamanow.com slash conservative, you could pick up the, America, the American's Guide to Living and Retiring in Panama. Um, so you could you know check out what it's like. Find out why this is the number one place um, claim your free series on investing in Panama's Pacific Riviera today. That's buypanama.com slash conservative, buypanamanow.com slash conservative. And, and by the way, speaking of that, you know, a friend of mine just told me um, he was traveling on business. He was in the Dominican Republic. And, you know, years past, if you would have told me you land in a hospital, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, you'll die there. You know, you want to be in an American hospital. <laughs> the opposite was true. So increasingly, by the way, a lot of people are um, getting problems from dehydration with this iteration of the virus. It really saps off your salt. A lot of people throw up. So it's very important right when you feel you're getting sick. Um, in addition to everything else we're saying, obviously the aspirin, the pepsid, the ivermectin, uh, uh, nitazoxanide now from 7cells.com, but also, um, and, and the nasal spray, by the way, there's a lot of great data on that we might have time to get to. But also, you really need to get Pedialyte or Gatorade, Powerade on hand. Um, a lot of people, they land in the hospital because of that. They don't have the breathing problems, and my friend didn't, and this is what they landed. And he told me, you know, they gave him ivermectin, and he turned around. And the doctor sent him home with a whole bunch of these. They got the six milligrams there. Um, he got like 200 of them to go home with. And he wasn't using it, but then he felt like he was getting a little bit of that long COVID syndrome, the malaise and everything, and he took it and it worked perfectly for long COVID. So, um, so again, I mean, this is the key to get the right dosage, the right amount, and... Uh, you know, that's why that's why I am so into this. It's all about saving lives. Now, I want to go through another point I want to raise with, with you guys. 
and that is this. I thought of an idea. What if we put together, maybe got some of these Patriot Doctors, a global COVID summit, to put together a pledge to disown Pfizer, a pledge to not take a dollar from Pfizer and not to meet with any of their lobbyists. No Pfizer. Or if you want to get a little salty, you could have, you know, F Pfizer, and you could spell it P-F if you would like to do to do that cleverly. Um, a pledge. And this, my friends, is going to separate the men from the boys. See, what happens is all of these idiots, what they do is they run on their issues. So every Republican is going to say they're against the mandate. But the reality is they're not fighting it properly because they're not against it. And even if they are, they won't militate against the, the meat and potatoes. And this was our message last week that it's no longer enough just to say I'm against the mandate. Because even if it's not a mandate, it's just short of it. That they're now shoving it on children where incontrovertibly this kills more children than it saves. I mean, that's obvious. That is obvious. And every state is using millions of dollars to market it, promote it. No, it needs to be blocked and investigated. Investigated. Now, I would love to swear off all big pharma, but it's kind of too broad. So I figure we'll take the biggest hostage. We'll just pick on one. Pfizer's the one that established 16 years ago. Your property, our rights. That was the eminent domain case, the Kilo case. Now they've established your body, our, our choice. They have 92 lobbyists paid in Washington, split be- evenly between the two parties, by the way. Republicans are just as bad. They've donated to 228 federal lawmakers for a price tag of over $4 million. There's 74 well-known White House and leadership staffers from you know, leaders, you know, House majority leaders, Senate minority leaders, committee staffers that now work for Pfizer. They've spent $13 million in lobbying expenditures last year, not to mention buying up the airways. They own the country. We have to break that bond. Now, there's something famously called the ATR, Americans for Tax Reform, tax pledge. They started this in 1986, and they got every Republican to pledge not to raise taxes. And it was probably one of the most successful things ever done in the sense that they made it so specific and so much of a litmus test. Everyone had to sign it. And it's literally the only thing Republicans have done, and I would argue to our detriment, I've done shows on that because low taxes with everything else, we have low tax socialism. Some ways politically and logistically it's even worse because then people don't fight. They get it on the cheap. The corporations then have low taxes and then they could turn around and screw us um, and go along with the Democrats. And it's actually hurt, harmed us. Reagan initially hoped that that would starve the beast. It did not because of the deficit spending and the printing of money. But anyway, it did work for, for that purpose. What if we made it a litmus test where we went around Oh, you're against COVID fascism? Oh, so you're going to sign this pledge. Right? Now, I want to make clear what I designed this pledge to be. It's not just going to be you won't take the PAC donation, the $2,500 or whatever. Many candidates are like, okay, I won't take the $2,500. It's kind of like, you know how in a gang initiation, if they want to know that the guy is not an undercover cop or something, like one of these like 
things, they'll make you go out and kill someone. Okay, so you have to prove that you're not a fraud in their demented mind, obviously. So I, I, I want to do the same thing. More than the pledge, it would be the statement you're making. It's not, it's not the $2,500. You know, you could swear off the $2,500 and find many other ways to be influenced by their lobbyists and whatever. But you would be signing a statement that says basically the following. Pfizer has violated the Nuremberg Code in the following ways. They are pushing this on children. On children. They are killing children. They are damaging their hearts for nothing by their own admission in their own trials. Okay? That would be our pledge. I will tell you, if you are not on board with us, you could not sign that. You could not publicly, at, a, at the time when Pfizer needs to shove this on children, you will be saying, you're not just saying, oh, you know, I don't like the pay for play, the influence of money in politics. No, you're saying this is like a neo-Nazi organization that I, the same way you wouldn't take money from an immoral organization. Pfizer is an immoral organization. That would be the gist of the pledge. And I will tell you, that will easily separate the frauds and totally vet out that would reinvigorate the coming primaries. So that's something I need help with. And one of our action items for you guys who are team leaders in our ConAction Network teams um, in our state strike force teams, this is something we're going to make candidates pledge. I just need a couple of uh, entrepreneuring doctors to, to put this together and you know make a website and we could you know have people sign it. So that is with that. Now, just connected to this point, just I want to go through some of the latest data on news. Tomorrow is when the FDA is meeting to coronate um, the the Pfizer shot for five to eleven year olds. So right off the bat, in their trial, there are zero serious cases among the control group. So there's zero benefit. Violates the Nuremberg Code. It would violate the Nuremberg Code even if we didn't have pre-existing problems. But we already have 12 to 18-year-olds that are between 3.7 and 6.1 times more likely to be hospitalized for myocarditis, just one side effect, than hospitalized from COVID. And again, myocarditis is underreported, and the COVID hospitalizations are overreported. JAMA, a JAMA study shows 50% of kids hospitalized are co-infected, so it could be... Um, RSV and other things and uh, you know a lot of them aren't vaccinated so they get tested if they even have a kidney stone or car accident or whatever and you get all the incidentals as well so it's way inflated and we know that to be true but they admit right off the bat so you're like wait a minute we just did 12 to 18 year olds and we just did we just had myocarditis now we're going to shove it on even younger kids and you're like, that's totally kosher. They admit in their own, this is immoral. The current clinical development program is too small to detect any potential risks of myocarditis associated with the vaccination. Okay, so you're going to do a bigger trial. Well, yeah, they'll have a five-year follow-up to evaluate long-term sequelae of post-vaccination myocarditis, pericarditis. Okay? So what they did is, we know, we know it takes about one in a million to save a life from COVID for children with a vaccine. And that's assuming it works. It doesn't work after three months. 
So at the front end, you're more likely to get it between the first shot and two weeks after the second shot. Then after four months, you're more likely to get it as well. So there's a very small window even. so. But you would have to vaccinate a million children to save one life. On the way, according to Ontario's data, myocarditis in boys and young men is one in 5,000. And again, that's reported. It's probably more like one in 1,000. Um, and honestly, every practice I speak to has gotten several cases, and most of these practices have fewer than 1,000 patients. So I think it's a lot more prevalent than that. But even that, let's say it's one in 5,000. Well, how many 5,000s do you run through on the way to a million? 200. So you're going to damage 200 hearts on the way. And by the way, so they have a small sample that didn't pick up that signal. And even in there, they had a case of this child in the study group that developed Henoch Schonlein purpura. I don't know how to pronounce that, but it's basically an in, in, uh, immunologically mediated inflammation of the small blood vessels. So you already see that signal of that. This is criminal. And by the way, speaking of sample sizes, the signals of heart problems with the clot shots are so strong some of you might have heard a couple weeks ago in evansville indiana there was this family that had two kids that they walk in there and they're so obsessed with the covid shot they're like four and five years old five or six years old two kids they're both given the covid shot instead of the flu shot and they both now have heart problems they're seeing cardiologists two out of two that's an interesting sample size. Now you'll be like, well, Daniel, no, they were given the adult because it was, it was a mistake, so they were given the adult dosage. I get it. I understand that there are a lot of things that could be safe for kids, but you have an adult dose. It's not safe. I get it. But it's interesting. It's not like they had an anaphylactic shock. It's heart. So that demonstrates, as we know, that the signal of heart problems from this shot broadly is quite ubiquitous. <laughs> that both of them happen to get it. So you want to tell me, oh, I'll, I'll give them a third of the dose. Okay, but you're not going to have heart problems from that either. You're sure? You know how powerful this is, folks? You might have seen this, but I didn't have time to go over this, and I meant to get to this. This was from last week. The Heart Group. Okay, it's a health advisory and recovery team consulting group. They did surveillance data on the mortality in England and Wales. And we're seeing in England, we're seeing in continental Europe, like Germany, and we're seeing in America a very disturbing trend of record excess deaths among like 12 to 50-year-olds, depending on the data point. Just across the board, we're seeing that. Much more than last year. So last year we had the drug overdoses, we had the lockdowns, the depression. And still this year we're having more deaths. Now, look, I'm the first to tell you that this thing, the Pfizer variant, has made this a beast. And it's not a large percentage, but there are people in their 20s, 30s, and 40s that are indeed dropping dead from COVID now. Because they're not getting treated and because of the vaccines created um, viral immune escape. And vaccine-mediated enhancement to make this more virulent, greater viral load. And I, and I fear that's going to continue happening. But the raw numbers show that, that, 
that's not enough to account for the degree of excess deaths we're seeing. Listen to this heart group um, data. They found the mortality rate from May 1st to September 17th. Depending on what baseline of the background rate you use for deaths of 15 to 19 year olds is 47% above expected levels. Now, what's the significant about significance about May 1st? The excess started May 1st. That's exactly when the UK began vaccinating children in that demographic, 15 to 19-year-olds. Okay, Daniel, that's a nice correlation, but how do you know it's because of this? Well, with the scientific method, we have improved it, but it's pretty bad. They found it much, almost all of the excess is among males, not females. Very interesting. They're finding a similar magnitude of excess in 20 to 29-year-olds, but again in males. Okay? Comparing just deaths in males aged 15 to 19 years old, there were between 52 and 87 excess deaths. Now that sounds like a low number, but for a few months, of 15 to 19 year olds, and UK is one fifth the size of America, that's actually a lot. I mean, because typically 15 to 19 year olds don't drop dead. So there's a huge bias among young males. Okay, much bigger ratio. And then the other interesting thing is that they're finding that there has been a clear rise in ambulance cardiac and respiratory arrest calls in England and ambulance calls for people becoming unconscious starting when? May 2021. Okay? Starting right around then. That's not COVID. That is the vaccine. Male cardiac calls, excess deaths. Right around the timing. That is not good. That is not good. And they conclude, mortality has risen in younger age groups since May 1st. The increase in 15 to 19 year olds is particularly noticeable, especially as deaths in this age group are uncommon. The excess deaths have a market male predominance and increase in ambulance calls out, outs, uh, call outs for patients who have had cardiac arrest or unconscious showed a coincidental noticeable rise from May 2021. This period also coincides with the vaccination rollout. Finally, ONS, this is their data, have reported on a striking rise in age-adjusted mortality rates in those with only one dose that accelerated in May 2021. Why would you have excess deaths in those with one dose? So here's another interesting thing. When you're looking for correlation, being more than just correlation, but likely causation, Chi, let's say there's just a bunch of, I don't know, um, drug overdoses, suicides, okay? And then there's a lot of depression, and certainly that is going on, and that's very concerning. That's also another side effect of COVID fascism. But why would they be disproportionate among those with the first shot? So it's not a zero shot, and they didn't go on to get the second shot. But the first shot, and then they're like, damn, I'm taking some fentanyl. I'm going to overdose. I'll, I'll hang myself. What that obviously suggests 
is that the people that are most vulnerable to interact with their heart, the first one downs them. So they didn't get a chance to take the second one because they're dead. Unbelievable. And nothing else explains that degree of um, increased mortality. And we're seeing it the same in America. We're seeing that everywhere. And here we are. Here we are. There's now 17,128 reported deaths. Okay, 17,128 reported deaths. Now, typically, we the studies have shown, well, let, let's start off. There's eight, 818,000 adverse events, 117,000 serious. Studies have shown, and this is on VAERS' own website, 1%, 1% are reported. Okay. So 818,000, that makes sense. That means that there's probably about over 80 million adverse events, and that makes sense to me. What has it been, like 200 million? I mean, it's probably 40% of people have had some adverse event. Now, that could mean nausea, fever for a day, you know, weird things. But 117,000 serious. Let's let's say let's say that's not even one percent. Let's say ten percent of it is reported. Especially serious adverse events. Okay? Let's say fifteen percent are reported. That's almost a million serious adverse events. Think about that. And seventeen thousand one hundred twenty eight reported deaths. Let's say it's 10% is reported. 10%. That's going to be over 170,000. And I think that's that's conservative. By the way, sales for Pfizer's drug, Vindamax, V-Y-N-D-A-M-A-X, are up 77% this year. Do you know what? That drug does, it treats myocarditis. You can't make this stuff up. They are in a moral institution, in a moral organization, and they need to be crushed. It's funny, we have all this mysterious death, a rise in mysterious deaths. There's an article out, three Ohio judges die unexpectedly in a nine-day span in Cuyahoga County. Three Cuyahoga County judges die within nine days of each other. Okay, that's a little bit funny. Peter Corrigan, David Mattia, um, they were featured in July's story for sentencing people to mRNA and viral injections. They were all into it. These were some of these dirtbag judges. And guess what? Um, they required all their employees in the county to get it. So these are county judges. Another one. And now you might say, well, Daniel, these are guys on the bench for the rest of their lives. Well, you know, the other one, Nancy McDonald, she died September 28th. 
She was 62 years old. Okay? 62 years old. Now, they do say she had a lung transplant in 2009. So, you know, we don't know. Could have been that. Who knows? Um, But if she was that... You know, because there are a lot of people, like, you know, they only live maybe 10 years after a lung transplant. So this is what? This is, like, 12 or so. But... You know, why didn't she retire? Okay, she was eligible for to receive retirement. I mean, she was still... We don't know. We don't know. Another guy, Joseph Russo. Um, he, um, he died unexpectedly. They said. So, he was unexpected. And he sure as heck did not look old. He was fifty. He was fifty nine. Fifty nine. And then Larry Jones was the third one. He was sixty eight. Okay. And Jones died unexpectedly. They were all young, all well below life expectancy. One was fifty nine. Two of them died unexpectedly. One they can't point to an illness, but she was uh, did have a. A lung transplant, so um, you never know. So much of this is happening, and none of that stuff is ever, because you can't prove it. Again, 17,100 were provable. Enough that they were willing to put it in the VAR system when there's such a stigma against it. It is crazy what is going on. And again, it's all being buried. It's being buried. Um, just want to end off by reading this from uh, Aaron Siri. When Stephanie and Patrick DeGarry enrolled the, their 12-year-old child, Maddie, and her two brothers in Pfizer's clinical 19, uh, COVID-19 clinical trial, they believed they were doing the right thing. That decision turned into a nightmare. Maddie, a previously healthy, energetic, full-of-life child, was within 24 hours of her second dose reduced to crippling, screaming-induced pain that landed her in the ER. When she described feeling someone was ripping her heart out through her neck. Over the next several months, the nightmare continued during which Maddie was hospitalized several times, suffered numerous systemic injuries, requires a tube through her nose that carries her food and medicine, and a wheelchair for assistance. Mrs. DeGarry documented every detail of Maddie's injury and reported it to the principal investigator for the Pfizer trial at Cincinnati Children's Hospital, where the vaccine clinical trial was occurring. They first tried to treat Maddie as a mental patient, telling her it was psychological and Maddie's imagination. Then they claimed it was unrelated to the vaccine. Um, you know, Ms. DeGarry reported that uh, what occurred to the... CDC and FDA through VAERS in June 2021, but nobody from these agencies sought additional information or followed up with her. I mean, this is a big deal. This is someone in the clinical trial, and the and, and VAERS wouldn't follow up with her. So when you see, again, 800,000 and 170,000 uh, series and 17,100 reports, I mean, you know it's a magnitude of order ma much greater than that. Other than a call by Maddie's neurologist, there was no follow-up 
or response from NIH or any federal agency. They were working with Senator Ron Johnson, obviously. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. This is what they're doing to children. It is criminal. Utterly criminal. It is time to get everyone to swear all allegiance against Pfizer. It's time we go to war against Pfizer. It is time we reclaim our freedom. And again, that starts with, there's two fronts. We have to defeat the virus that they foisted upon us. Then we have to defeat the clot shots and the fascism and the mass. (laughs) We're besieging all fronts, but I'm working on all of them. But again, as far as getting you the best treatment, I could get you. Again, the best thing is to have a doctor that's really going to be work with you and everything. Um, but by the way, the nitazoxanide pop-up is up, 7cells.com. You can now get on the waiting list for nitazoxanide as well. The ivermectin will, you'll get immediately. Nitazoxanide, um, they just they have to get the medical form up. Again, they got to do this um, perfectly because you know there's going to be issues. So folks... I am so happy about this. I am so invigorated by this. Again, I wish we could have a free product, but I'm just telling you, I promise you, their margins are extremely low. If you think about it, $25 consultation fee, remember that. A lot of the ones I'm sending you to, they could charge $100, $150, even $200 for a consultation. Then you got to pay for the ivermectin out of pocket through cash. This is a $25 consultation fee. And then for for ten pills dosed to your full course, you know you're talking about eighty bucks, and then you can get expedited shipping. So remember promo code Daniel. We're gonna save lives. We're gonna save liberty. We are going to save some of our country for our children and grandchildren. Send this show to every one of your friends and relatives. Particularly today's, it could save so many lives. Get this life saving stuff. If you believe it is life-saving, right? I'm not going to push something on you that you don't want. Um, but if you want it, get into every family you know. Till tomorrow, God bless y'all, and thank you for listening.